Wait, okay. So so your answer is no. You had a question? <laughs> I said his slim shady back. I don't I don't I don't think he ever left. Yeah. You already know what it is. Off the dome starts now. What's up, everybody? Welcome back to OTD. Before we get this episode rolling, I just wanted to say subscribe to the channel, check out our iTunes page, check out the TuneIn page. All those links and such can be found in the description down below. Leave us a like, leave us a comment, tell us what you like, tell us what you didn't like. Make sure to give us a follow on Twitter at OTD underscore podcast. We'll be tweeting out random stuff throughout the day. And with that, let's jump right into the episode. But here's my thing. So for you, you guys think... MGK, if let right now it is what it is, but MGK appeals more to the New York crowd. So do you think that that would have a backing? And what I mean by that is that even if we know that M's record was far better, if everybody, and by and, and obviously when I mean everybody, I don't mean a hundred percent of the people, but if most of the people get behind Kelly, then where do you see that going? Who would you say? If if it is a win, you know, who would you say win the, wins that battle? So you're saying uh, if more if more people are on the side that oh Kelly won because of the be, because of the kids who actually because of the won. kids nowadays, right? If, if that's what they like, then I think I think you have a you have a you have a situation where it's just going to be one of those things that it won't elicit more responses, right? Because we already heard we already seen MGK saying that he didn't think it was that good on his Twitter, even though he's supposed to say he doesn't think it's that good. So. If that's the case, then there's just not going to be any more of it, right? It's going to be one of those things that fizzled out, which I called it from the beginning that I thought this shit was going to be super fucking pointless, that honestly, it's kind of a waste of everybody's time and effort. But I mean, just because, you know, the discrepancy, right? It's like two different generations entirely. But I mean, look, if if that's how it goes, I think it's just a stalemate. It's a draw, basically. The, the worst thing in sports, it's a draw, right? So I think that's what this turns out to be, if that's the case. Personally, I don't think so. I don't think it was a career ender, right? Because obviously, I think MGK is going to continue to do just fine, right? Because he's got his small, dedicated he has fan small, base. dedicated fan base, and he has a lot of casual fans right now that are hopping on that just for the sake of hopping on. So that's the thing, right? So, so Kelly used this to his advantage. He got his name out there. You know, if you look up the Google trends for him, it's the the highest they've ever been for him. So he's using it smartly too. This was all strategic, strategic by him, right? Uh, you know, he wanted to use that as a way of basically free marketing in a sense. Sure. So look, I think at the end of the day, it's a win for everybody. Cause it shows, it shows M is still very much, uh, you know, on his shit. And if you're MGK, you got a lot of free, free, uh, listens and, and searches on that shit. So it, it's all good for you. There's, it's not, it's not a surprise that MGK announced he has a new album coming out the same day that M dropped the diss track on it. That's not coincidental. That's strategic. It is, but I mean, all right. So Carlos brought up a point, right? It's it's the new generation, right? They're not looking at album sales. They're not looking at that. Now, what is more? What is the embodiment of this generation's I made it? Views. Views. Views, yeah, just views. Views, likes, anything, anything having to do with social media or video platforms or Spotify or whatever. It's like listens, views, uh, likes, comments. 
that's one way. That's one way. Not everybody is going to be on that platform. So that's one way. The way that you quantify the in the music industry, the equivalent to how back in the day it was record sales. The equivalent now is how much money you're making on tour and how often are you going on tour? So that's their equivalent, right? So they're like, yeah, we, we sold a million records back in the day. Now you're selling a hundred thousand records, right? And you're getting played and people are, you know, you're making noise. People are getting, but if you're going on tour and people are going to your shows, that's their, that's how they quantify it, right? That's, that's their, that's their, their way of saying this, this is what I'm doing. This is what you're doing. You know what I mean? Sure. All right. Yeah. Right. Yeah, well, I would agree with that. That uh, tour, touring is the is the biggest measurement of success. That's really that's where they can make money, right? They can't. They're not gonna make money selling CDs, so they can make money on tours. So they 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 went on they they dove her head first on that, and they're making they're making that you know they're making that money. So when you hear the Nicki Minaj, Cardi B beef. And you hear them talking about checks and talking about this and talking about that. It's going to be based on how many appearances, how many tours, when, you know, how much do I charge per show? It's that thing. That That's how they, that's how they, that's how, that's how, that's, those are the numbers they're throwing out. Okay. Yeah. No, I feel you. I think, I think that's an accurate representation of, uh, of the new age. Yeah. That's, how, that's how they see it. All right. So I guess we should probably wrap this up with, uh, the opinion one of the most important people in music at the moment uh, had this to say on twitter this song shouldn't be filled with celebrity name drops to pat out lazy bars her name iggy azalea yeah yeah that's that's that person that i was alluding to if you paid that much attention to your own raps you'd be relevant enough to be mentioned so yeah she needs to shut the fuck up the only reason she sold records was because she was showing her fucking titties on her goddamn instagram twerking on the fucking story so yeah let's move Lou past says, that bitch. Says, she's watched uh, one of america's greatest poets iggy is any she's washed man she's washed First off, what was the last time you heard of iggy is i know she's fucking australian dude no that's true it just sounds funny just let the joke sit <laughs> No. <laughs> let, let, let the joke say it. it sounds funny um Iggy, Iggy got it Iggy got into some trouble tell her shut the fuck up also because I mean and I don't blame her but people were saying that that T.I. was writing those verses that it wasn't her oh I mean I believe it he clearly wasn't giving her his Have best work her freestyle no oh i'll send you that link dude i'll send you that link because it's cut hold up cut cut i'm cutting in the okay. second the, the freestyle i'm gonna i'm gonna i'm gonna okay. put extra work on myself we're putting it there he said cut because the whole world is watching and the paparazzi is flocking and we flash it when we drop in and we shut down your part tim and his and john in tennessee go ahead what you want to say that shit is fucking trash, dog. Get the fuck off the airwaves. Oh, come on. Got on protocol, two second protocol. Just damage it, that's my protocol. His minion, a trillion, no source, no camera. I don't care, you all. No killer map, gotta give it to you all. Peace from point, when the peace me join, gotta choose this beat. I'm spraying my joint. Trick crack rap, pull it to the pop pop. Who knows, you're a rancid, you know, take your ass, you're a new 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 
That shit is fucking trash, dog. Get the fuck off the airwaves. Oh, come that's the bullshit that she spits that's her version of lyricism and then she wants to go and deconstruct them right, cool get your weight up Bitch, get your weight up the, that, cut him that, back that's the thing Be man. like that's Be something better. that i told you guys before right and and my friend went in the room when me and lou were talking about this and he and and we started talking about it and he's like you know what it is there are people out now right Obviously, they're out now because they're 20, 21 years old or whatever. So they're making they're making headlines and they they weren't around when M was getting at everybody. Mm -hmm. And everybody was like, I don't want any of this shit. I don't want any. Y'all remember 2002? So he demanded that respect, right? Everybody was like, nah, I'm not fucking with this. I don't want any part of this. And people backed off. And it's been so long that people backed off that this new generation came up and they know they've never heard anyone go after M. M drops four ciphers and goes at people, goes at Trump, goes at everybody, and every, nobody answers back because everybody that knows about this knows not to answer back to that guy. So that's what this I, I heard I heard a rumor that M's disses of button have been weak on purpose. So as not to start beef with button. But I just want to say, I just want to say, that's not even, that's not even. Close. I wouldn't know. I wouldn't doubt it just because M knows button and M knows button will reply. So M might be saving the heavy ammo for his reply. Personally, personally, I think these little taps we've been seeing is to get joe out of retirement that, to write that's what i'm saying so he might M be saving heavy ammo with some shit. for his own reply yeah like this might just be this might exactly. just be the the you know bait what I'm saying right right i think i think that's exactly what it is and the fact that people aren't seeing this just makes me believe that when it happens people are going to be fucking the difference is joe is from that generation that knows about him so Joe knows better. Nah, but according to Joe, he's been better than M this whole entire decade, man. He he knows he knows better yes. than that so much too, that when he makes a comment like that, he makes sure to put a time period there and said, "I've been better than M this decade, though, though right. not the decade mm -hmm. before. I'm not gonna." He knows better. Right, right. So yeah, yeah. exactly. Is it safe to exactly. say because he knows uh, just to end this? This is no what end on. Is it safe to say that Slim Shady's back? Absolutely. Do you think? Do you think that Eminem ever really in the though? sense of the Eminem we've been seeing lately in the past two or three albums is taking a, a step back and Slim Shady's coming back into the spotlight, taking shots at people? You think? You think this is a one-off? Well, you, you're asking the wrong person because personally, I think the past couple albums. No, I'm not saying it's bad, but it's insane. Different. But I really liked Revival. We Fuck can all agree else. it's a different vibe. It's not Slim Shady. Now I'm oh, saying, of course. Do you guys think this is a one-off? No, where, well, where it's like Slim Shady kind of peeked out of the curtain and said, "Ha, I'm coming out. I'm coming at people. I'm doing this. I'm doing that." Nah, it's it, it's here to stay. This this what we're seeing now is here to stay. Here's here's my beef with with people, just people in general. I don't care, young, old, middle age, people. I will say this specifically. It came from, I have it before everybody, but it came from, it generated from the hip hop community. 
right? You don't you you don't hear you don't hear uh, Keith Urban going after Kenny Chesney in country. No, they don't. Those dudes work together. That's fine. If I don't like you, then let's not work. But we don't have to go at each other, right? In in hip hop, you come out and you come out saying everything. Now the 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 basis of hip hop is people coming out and talking about the oppression and the struggle that they're going through. So they come out with that and they share it with everybody and it makes such a great product, right? NWA, Wu-Tang Clan, Pac, Biggs, all those guys, right? So how do you expect M to still talk about those issues when he's been a multi-millionaire for 10 years? Yeah. I get so how is he going to come out with Stan and, and cleaning out my closet? <clears throat> Excuse me. When he's been a multimillionaire for 10 years and he hasn't had to deal with any of those issues anymore. No, I you get what I'm saying. I understand. I'm saying, I'm saying from a lyrical but, point but of that's, view. But that's like, what people, that's what people care about. That's what people complain about. Nobody complains about technically if he's technically sound or not, if how many, how many uh, syllables can he fit in this bar? That's not what people complain about. He can still do that. It's just that lyrically Eric's like, to give you an example, Eric's like, I just don't, you know, he's not, it's just not the M like there's something missing. The reason why, why somebody would say that is because technically he's still sharp and he still delivers the same way. But what's missing that umph is the lyric that you used to hear back then. But those, but that, that rage, that, that frustration, but dude, he's been a multimillionaire for 10 years. Why is Ice-T going to, or Ice Cube going to come out like he did in NWA? Ice Cube been a multimillionaire for 30 years. That guy doesn't know what it looks, what it's like to live in the ghetto. So you end up having almost like a, like a shelf life in hip hop, because if what you're going to come out with is the, whatever struggle you're, you're dealing with. And you're just gonna you're gonna be able to word it differently, then that's gonna end the moment I pay you. You're not struggling anymore if I pay you. So you either gonna be you either gonna be public enemy and talk about social issues, which you can talk for 40 years about that, or you're gonna be Ja Rule and talk about girls, because you could talk about that forever. Every song we every song in the in the in the history of, of songs has to deal with girls. But if you're going to be dealing with, you know, or you can, you can come more from the, from the other perspective of the, um, certain genres are like that, but hip hop has some of that too, where it's more, you know, dealing with abuse, dealing with drug abuse, dealing with depression and things like that. And you can talk about that for a little bit, but if you're going to talk about oppression and struggle, dude, the, the first check comes and the first thing you did was move out of that neighborhood. So you're not oppressed anymore. And you stop struggling because your bank account has six figures. So I can't expect someone. I can't expect someone to to write about that stuff or to, or to just be like, I, I want to hear the same thing. You can't, dude. That's why I agree. I agree with, with with Dizzy when he's like, Yo, I like his last two albums because he's still lyrically as sharp as he's always. He's better than he's been because all he because all he's been doing for the last twenty years is just more and more practice. So he's better than he was when he came out. 
except for that he's talking about a certain different things stages in his life like i think if you put this eminem in you know 1995 right going through the struggles he went through i think you have an even meaner mc because it's he's got got so much practice on it that it, it's wait okay so so your answer is no you had a question <laughs> i said his slim shady i don't back. i don't i don't think he ever left i just think he didn't have this to talk about you gave him mgk you gave him a reason to talk about something well then there you have it mm-hmm. same thing with joe same thing with all these you know reviews it you just you you finally gave him something to be mad about that's all it that's is. something i understand look if you want to go out at at him if you want to go at uh m or any rapper for that matter i understand if you're looking if the, the problem with these rappers is that they're looking at it from the perspective of a boxer he's been out of the ring for two years so i could get him now when he's rusty but that's not what's happening here these guys are at home practicing and rapping even if they don't drop an album but they're still rapping so the practice is always there and when they come back they're gonna come back just as rough you gave him something to talk about and then look what happened but if you don't give him anything to talk about then he's gonna talk about whatever is going on in his life at the moment whether it's a struggle whether it's what he dealt with coming back from from uh, uh what was that album when he coming back from uh <laughs> from um a substance abuse or whatever the case is then yeah but and aside from that unless you're like an LL Cool J who's like a, an amazing storyteller then he can he can get grab any story from anywhere put it in a song and it's going to sound fantastic because he's that good of a storyteller but other than that dude just this is what it is man that guy's been just he's been this good forever it's just somebody gave him something to talk about now so he's not he had never mm -hmm. left and he said it he said it he said it and um uh, and he, he also mentioned it too, that he's like, I'm in a weird place, right? Because everyone wants me to grow up and do the mature shit. But every time I do that, they want the old shit. And then when I do the old shit, they're saying, yo, grow the fuck up <laughs> and do the mature shit. So they, it's like a no-win situation for him. I think and that's why want, you see the result not now. Fans. I think matter. what the casual listener wants, and I think they're wrong though, is for Eminem to take a backseat. Like you, you have this, you, right? You have this persona. You did it. You're already considered by many top five at this point, right? You you put out the more mature albums. That's it. That's that's what a lot of people are thinking. A lot of casual listeners, and I say that when I say casual, I don't mean casual hip hop. I mean casual in general, right? That's why you have so many people jumping on this MGK bandwagon. We're like, ah, he's old. They kind of just want people to fade into obscurity. That's that's what they want. Yeah, they do. They do. His legacy's not gonna. Which is why not I always, I always find it like, It's like we've all said it. it's cemented. That's it. We know who he is. I think I think he's he's in the. I think he's in the Mayweather stage now, where, look, you're the you're the goat. You're undefeated, so. Un undefeated never lost. never lost undisputed so every time that you expose yourself you're just risking tainting that legacy right, right. so you're okay you're great but if you get in the ring again 
you're probably going to win, but you might lose and you're just risking it. So it's almost loose, loose, right? If you be, if, if you do what you did to MGK, people are going to say, yeah, that's, that sounds about right. That's what I was expecting. Right. But if for whatever reason, he would have not been good and this would have not been good and MGK's would have been even close. Doesn't have to be better. Then you're risking that legacy. So it's the only, it's the only reason why I think he should take a more diplomatic step back right where he almost wants to be friends with everybody or not wants to be friends with everybody that if, that if somebody does say us something about him somewhere that he could just put the emotions aside and be like oh yeah i heard he said oh yeah he might be whatever like he doesn't care right because that way he's out of it nobody i don't care what you say i don't care what just you, what you're doing you're not gonna come at me and that'll stop people from coming at you Because then people people are going to poke you. You're not going to respond. They're going to be like, all right, well, I got to go somewhere else. Nah, yeah. You're right. You're right. And the thing is, he was doing that, right? Like, he was slowly walking a lot of stuff back, right? Like, he was apologizing to some of the shit he said to his mom on the Marshall Mathers LP2. He he was, uh, you know, talking about, you know, that toxic relationship he had with Kim, talking about how, you know, he could have done stuff to make it better. He had the songs about his daughters and stuff like that. So he was walking it all back. But I think all the while he was getting very frustrated at people saying stuff. So it it caused him to relapse <laughs> into the angrier rage stuff. But I mean, if you look at every album since relapse, right? So you look at recovery, you look at the Marshall Mathers LP and you look at revival and there's a lot of songs there where it's just him growing up and kind of walking a lot of stuff back. And, you know, yeah, I thought he retired after the Marshall Mathers LP too, because he, he when he did the song for his, for his mother, and all that stuff it's saying you know i'll always love you because you're my mom i'm like oh fuck dude this guy yeah, like that was it for sure like that was a like, sign guy, i'm like yo this guy's riding off into the fucking sunset and then and then he came back with revival and obviously i'm not upset about it i'm a fucking eminem fan and i fucking liked walk on water fucking at me i don't give a fuck that song is goddamn phenomenal even without the fucking bass line in the background he had it, eminem and beyonce that was beautiful that was goddamn poetry in motion fuck you if you think different um, I didn't like Untouchable. That was a very poor choice for a single, but that entire album to me was pretty fucking good. It was 19 songs long, and to judge it based on two songs, man, I thought that was, I thought that was pretty fucked. But it's whatever, right? Like that's just the times. And then, <laughs> but he didn't fucking like that shit, so he went off. He went off, man. What you think, Lou? Dude, I think I think I've said it. You have two distinct careers. For him two two periods in his career both of them are different both have their pros before and after him right both have their pros both have their cons at the end of the day nobody's arguing that you know no one's arguing that they were good and the people who are don't understand i'm i'm sorry i don't mean to talk down to you but they don't understand music they think everything has to sound the same right it's like it's like oh slim shady is a character Right, that's not Eminem. That's a character he was playing, and he tr- started transitioning out of it, and people didn't understand that that wasn't who he was. That was a character. So you have you have the Slim Shady era, you have the Eminem era, and now he's kind of like finding that middle ground. I think they were all good. Yeah, no, it's good. It, it was look. That's, that's my opinion. Um, I'm I'm here for the music, man. I'm here for I'm here for the name calling. I'm here for the disses. So. 
I'm good no matter what. I think you can take a massive loss and still be fine if you're him. Yeah, I mean, you could, but there, there's no loss here. 